0: Welcome to Enriched Menopause, where perimenopausal and menopausal women can learn what's going on with their bodies and how to thrive during this stage and beyond. You are not crazy and you are not alone. I'm Dr. Jessica Rich. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Enriched Menopause. I have a really exciting guest with me today, Dr. Dana Gibbs. She is an ENT and allergy specialist by training, but has led onto a little bit of a different pathway to focus on integrative medicine and particularly thyroid disease. So today we're going to talk a lot about how thyroid disease interacts with perimenopause and menopause. Welcome, Dana. Hi, thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you because this is something that comes up so often with my patients and family members. But first, just tell us a little bit about your background and how you became to be uh, an an ear nose and throat doctor and then how you sort of transitioned huh. into thyroid care.
1: I have been out of residency since nineteen ninety nine And when I started into ENT, I very quickly realized, hey, you know what, I'm going to have to learn about allergy and start adding that to my practice. So I was going to allergy conferences and this one particular one that I went to kind of had an integrative bent. And after I had heard all the lectures like two years in a row and they weren't any different, then I went into a different arm of the lecture hall and Sat down and the fellow was lecturing about thyroid. And by the end of the lecture, I had to pick my job off the floor because what he was describing was me in a nutshell. As far as I was cold all the time, I was tired all the time. I never got enough, you know. I never felt like I got enough sleep, you know. Just all kind of things, you know. And my impression from what I had learned about thyroid, because ENT does do thyroid surgery. I mean, that's a big part of what we do. We Look for thyroid nodules, and we want you know worry about thyroid cancer and compressive goiters and things like that. So we take those out. That's part of what ENT does. But the impression that I had coming out of residency was that people with low thyroid were o- overweight, and I was never overweight. I was always skinny, and so I was like, I couldn't possibly have thyroid. And I had had my thyroid checked a couple of times, you know, many times actually, and. Had never tested positive from the um, you know the standard point of view, but I was blown away by this lecture. And I went to my doctor and I said I'd really really like to try this treatment that he recommended, and it was like a miracle for me. And so I wanted to know more. I wanted to know why, of course. And the other thing is that as my patients would come in and have part of their thyroid removed and they would go away and then they would come back on their levothyroxin feeling terrible and i was like well i know something i think will help you let me let me fix you know let me fix your thyroid hormones and so i started doing that as part of my ENT practice and the more i did it the more i wanted to know and i finally found a mentor who could explain to me why just taking levothyroxin didn't seem to help a lot of people and why there are plenty of people out there whose TSH seems fine, but still have all those symptoms. And so that's, that's where it started for me. It's funny. This is a funny little story. It really hit home for me one day because I had a patient come in um, to get evaluated for their sinuses and her scan was bad and she really needed surgery. And I was like, you know, but listening to your history, sounds like you might also have some thyroid issues. And so I checked her and I started on thyroid medicine. And then I didn't hear from her for a while. And I'm like, what is going on? She, she goes to me, blah, blah. But then six months later, she showed back up and I'm like, oh, so you're ready to schedule your sinus surgery? He's like, no, 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 that's all fine. I just want those thyroid medicine. I want more of that thyroid medicine. I was like, what are you talking about? So that really kind of brought home to me the power of what your thyroid can do or not do for you if it's not functioning properly. So that's kind of where it started for me.
0: That's so interesting. And I think that happens for so many of us, that it's our own personal journeys or maybe the journey of somebody who's very close to us that kind of leads us to dig a little deeper into these issues. And while, of course, like conventional medicine has a long track record and a lot of research and data behind it and helps a lot of people it's not always the perfect fit for everybody. It doesn't always, you know, one size fits all sort of thyroid problem. And even, you know, as a medical doctor who had been taught this all, you know, throughout your training, it was hard to recognize those symptoms in yourself until you had that like little piece to put together.
1: Yeah, it was, you know, it was your very typical light bulb moment for me. It was like, whoa, Mm -hmm. I'm not just lazy. Look at this. I have a reason why I'm so tired all the time. So tell us a little bit about what kinds of symptoms somebody
0: might be experiencing that might make them think there's an issue with their thyroid.
1: So there's, there's typical symptoms, and then there are less typical symptoms. And, you know, the typical ones that people always think of are I'm overweight, I'm tired all the time, but there's so much more to it than that. It's like, okay, so you, when somebody sits down in front of me and I look at them, and they say, yeah, I've been, I've, my hair has been falling out in clumps. Or if I look at them and you, their hair is thin on the top of their head to the point where you can see the dome of their scalp, I immediately think of thyroid and I start looking deeper. And then there's this phenomenon where people will lose the outer half of their eyebrows. And that's also really, really Almost nothing else that I know does that particular thing. So it's like, wow, that's really weird. And then people talk about pale pasty, you know, so your skin will not necessarily have a pink glow to it. It'll be more pale, washed out looking. Another one would be nails that are brittle, that are thin, that break easily. And then itchy, dry skin. That's a really common thing that people will say that they have, you know, not something I can look at somebody and see, but even to the point of I've seen people, and it's not that uncommon, actually, who will say, Oh, yeah, I take Zyrtec every day, because I have hives if I don't, and I'm like, bing, 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 that's thyroid. And so then a puffy tongue to where your tongue sticks up high in your mouth and has ridges on it from your teeth pushing in on it. And then, you know, we talked about fatigue. So if you sleep eight hours or nine hours and you're still sleepy and tired, that's pretty common for thyroid. Um, And then, you know, there are a lot of more vague symptoms that have to do, you know, kind of with inflammation. So like mood swings, anxiety, depression, that's not responding to normal treatments or is worse than it was, aches and pains without reasonable explanation. Feeling cold when everybody else isn't or when your hands and or feet are just cold all the time or when your body temperature is just lower than what's considered normal. And then mind issues are a big one. Brain fog, slow thinking, poor concentration, poor memory. And this one is really insidious because a lot of the people who have it don't recognize that that's what is going on. I mean, I've had patients who their family members thought they were having dementia and got their thyroid tuned up. And all of a sudden they were sharp. They were on the ball. They weren't forgetting their appointments. Everything was, it was, you know, pretty remarkable that your thinking can be so fogged by not having enough thyroid or not having the right balance of thyroid. I keep saying not enough, but but there's also, you know, a balance issue with the, the two different forms of thyroid hormone that are in your body.
0: Right. So let's dig into that a little bit more, because for for one, when you're listing all of these symptoms, many of them do sound like things that are experienced by women in general and in, in perimenopause and menopause. And so those, I do think yes. those things overlap quite a bit. So it can be hard yeah. to tease out, you know, what's menopause, what's thyroid, you know, what's something else. And And of course, thyroid disease can affect you know, all people of all ages and genders, but we do tend to see it a lot more in women that are in that sort of perimenopausal menopausal age. So how do you evaluate somebody? How do you kind of try to tease out, you know, what's coming from the thyroid and what might be coming from something else?
1: Once again, personal experience, this was brought home to me when I started going into menopause you know, I had my thyroid all balanced and everything was going great. And then I hit menopause and all, a lot of those symptoms started coming back. Um, you know, maybe not the losing the eyebrows, but a lot of that. So yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. There's a ton of overlap, including like night sweats. So night sweats can be hot flashes or night sweats can be thyroid related night sweats. So what I do when I see a patient, because now that that I'm doing this integrative stuff, I'm combining those, those two, the thyroid evaluation and, and the menopause or perimenopause evaluation together. But when you start evaluating somebody, first I focus on their adrenal glands and making sure that they are healthy. Then the next step is the thyroid. And you can do all these labs together. But when I do a thyroid lab set, I am very... Focused on something called reverse T3. All right, wait a minute. I need to step back just a little bit. So for people who aren't experienced in this, your thyroid has two hormones that it makes the T4 or the thyroxin, and then the T3 or the lyothyronine. And your thyroid does make both of those in about a 90 10 ratio but it's the T3 that is the active, goes out into your body, activates your cells, boosts your metabolism, and does all the things that thyroid does. And the problem with that is that there are a lot of diseases and a lot of conditions that do two things. One of them is that they decrease the Conversion of the T4 to the T3. So you can look like you have plenty of T4 and still feel terrible if you don't have enough T3. The second thing that can happen is that in certain stress situations, and I would count menopause as one of them, your body will start to make more of what's called reverse T3. And reverse T3 is chemically very, very similar to T3, but it goes to the receptors in the cells. And instead of activating them, it actually blocks them. And so you can look like you have exactly the right amount of T4, exactly the right amount of T3. But then if you have reverse T3, that's too high, you will still not feel well. So I check all of those things. I check the TSH, which is the brain telling your thyroid to make more stuff. I check the T4 free. I checked to T3 free, and then I check the reverse T3, and then I check total T3 because a lot of the thyroid hormone in your body is bound to proteins. And so if you check reverse T3, it's bound to protein. And so you have to have something to compare it with apples to apples. And so that's the total T3. And then by looking at the ratios in the relative amounts of all of those, then I can tell is there a thyroid problem, or do we need to go straight to the menopausal hormones?
0: That's really interesting, and I, I, I'm learning so much from this because I feel like you know, in in traditional medicine, of course, we're. Told to check the TSH, the free T4, and if those are fine, then you know it it shouldn't really be a thyroid issue. But it's of course more complicated than that. And this reverse T3 issue is is one I hadn't really heard about before. Also, I know people are are checking for different antibodies to see if there's an autoimmune issue affecting the thyroid. But it's a little bit more broad than just the basic. Okay, we're going to screen your TSH and maybe a T4, and if that's normal, then it can't be your thyroid.
1: Yeah, I see that all the time. And, you know, a lot of my promotional efforts when I'm promoting my medical practice are I see patients who have tried T4 and it didn't help them feel better. Or I see patients who have all these symptoms, but your doctor told you your blood work was normal. And I really do hope to be able to educate lots of physicians about this you know, and it is newer research um, about the reverse T3, and there's not enough of it yet. But the results that you get when you pay attention to it are really quite remarkable.
0: That sounds really exciting. And I think a lot of hope for people who have been told that Oh, everything is normal because then they start to think like, oh, well, this must all be in my head or this is just what I have to suffer with now. So I think that's super helpful. And of course, we kind of alluded to, you talked about, you know, some of it's low thyroid, some of it's overactive thyroid, some of it can be autoimmune. And of course you have to rule out the scarier stuff like thyroid cancers, but Absolutely. saying, saying we've, you know, sort of ruled out the scarier stuff. It's an issue with this potentially reverse T3 or, or the, the function of the thyroid in general and how how those hormones are working in the body. Sounds to me like that's why, you know, the regular traditional, just like giving somebody back thyroid hormone isn't working. So how do you help women when they're having these issues?
1: You can give people T4, which is the storage form of the thyroid hormone. But if the defect that they have or the problem that they have is that they're not converting to T3, or if they have a lot of T3, then giving them T4 sometimes is counterproductive because your body may see that as too much and make more reverse T3 out of the T4. So what you do then is you want to really carefully balance and you give the T4 and the T3 there's a lot of people out there that are are really really excited about the natural thyroid the desiccated thyroid armor thyroid is one of the com- common brands and armor thyroid the reason it works for some people is because it is an 80 20 mix of T4 and T3 that's what animals have people have a slightly different normal mix of T4 and T3 in their thyroids and in their bodies but for some people who have this elevated reverse T3, you actually have to push it higher. And so what I like to do is I like to give the prescription lyothyronine, which is T3, and fiddle with it basically until I get the balance where I like it and the patient is feeling better. Now, there is a problem with T3 in that it is the active form of the of the hormone. So it has a very short half-life in your body. What that means is that it doesn't last very long. It's like taking a children's Tylenol. It, it, you know, it only lasts four to six hours and then it starts to to decrease and you have to take it again. A lot of doctors who have tried T3 for their patients have gotten a little bit in trouble if they only try giving it to them once a day because then your levels will fluctuate, they'll be really high for an hour or two after you take the medicine, and then they will be lower, lower, lower. And because it can push your production of your normal inside hormone, you know, the hormones that are made by your thyroid gland, because having that burst of high T3 can push that normal inside production down, it can actually make people feel worse to, to do it that way. And so What I have found is that you really can't only take it once a day, you must take it two or even three times a day in order to get the best benefit from it. Yeah,
0: so like so many things with our health, it's always these little nuances that make such a difference, the timing of when you take it, how it affects your body along the way. And and it's not always such a simple, straightforward approach. I have been learning so much from you, Dr. Gibbs. This has been amazing. Are there any other tips or anything else that you want to add about this?
1: If a person suspects that they have a thyroid problem, then my suggestion would be to do some research ahead of time, you know, especially if you've been evaluated before and told that everything was fine, but you still think, okay, I want to make absolutely double sure. Find a practitioner who who does integrative medicine or who treats with T3, and you can just ask them straight out: Do you prescribe T3? And if they don't, then they're not probably going to be the right person for you. You know, there we're out here. Keep looking. There's more of us than just me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Thank on that goodness. note,
0: if there is somebody who's listening to you and says, "I need that," I
1: need her to be my doctor. Where can people find you? My main website is www.danagibbsmd.com. and I am actually running a course right now for patients or for sufferers of thyroid that is going to start in October so you can find that on my website. And then the other thing that I do is that every Tuesday at 6:30 Central I do a, a live on Facebook where I talk about all these kind of different topics about uh, thyroid and hormone and metabolism and how stress affects everything. So you can find me there.
0: Well, thank you so much, Dr. Dana Gibbs. This has really been enlightening for me and I'm sure for our listeners as well. So it's been a pleasure talking with you.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It's been great.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review and share with someone in your life who may benefit from this too. Remember that while I am a doctor, this podcast does not constitute medical advice and is for informational purposes only. Talk with your doctor about what may apply to you and your health. We'll see you on the next episode of Enriched Menopause.